Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is presented by TD Ameritrade. When it comes to investing education, one size doesn't fit all. TD Ameritrade helps you learn, whether you're just starting out or an elite trader. Choose from articles, videos, webcasts, and more. Visit tdameritrade.com education. How Supercomputers Can Help Fix Our Wildfire Problem by Matt Simon Fire is chaos. Fire doesn't care what it destroys or who it kills. It spreads without mercy, leaving total destruction in its wake, as California's Camp and Woolsey fires proved so dramatically this month. But fire is to a large degree predictable. It follows certain rules and prefers certain fuels, and follows certain wind patterns. That means it moves with a complexity that scientists can pick apart little by little, thanks to lasers, fancy sensors, and some of the most powerful computers on the planet. We can't end wildfires altogether, but by better understanding their dynamics, ideally we can stop a disaster like the destruction of paradise from happening again. You could argue that a wildfire is the most complicated natural disaster, because it's both a product of atmospheric conditions, themselves entirely complex, and a manipulator of atmospheric conditions. So, for instance, California's recent fires were driven by hot, dry winds coming from the east. These winds dried up vegetation that was already dry due to lack of rainfall, fueling conflagrations that burn more intensely and move faster. But wildfires also create their own weather patterns. Blazes produce hot air, which rises. You can imagine that if something moves from the surface up, there must be some kind of horizontal movement of air filling the gap, near ground level, says Adam Kochansky, an atmospheric scientist at the University of Utah. Thus, the fire sucks in surface winds. Wildfires don't have the equivalent of a grand unified model to explain their behavior. The contributing factors are just so different and work on such different scales. Aerodynamics for one, the aridity of local vegetation for another. That's what's really difficult from a modeling standpoint, says Kochansky. You can't hope to model a 50-square-mile wildfire with millimeter-scale resolution. So researchers like Kochansky simplify things. We don't really go into looking at how every single flame burns every single tree and how it progresses. No, we assume fuel is relatively uniform. Still, 
Advances in computing are allowing researchers to crunch ever more data. At Los Alamos National Laboratory, atmospheric scientist Alexandra Jonko is using a supercomputer and a system called FireTech to model fires in extreme detail. It models, among other things, air density and temperature, as well as the properties of the grass or leaves in a particular area. Jonko runs a bunch of simulations with different wind speeds, typically on the scale of 40 acres. It'll probably take me about four hours to simulate between 10 and 20 minutes of a fire spreading, she says. FireTech produces valuable physics-based data on fire dynamics to inform how fire managers do prescribed burns. This is pivotal for controlling vegetation that turns into fuel for fires. Wildfire agencies know generally the ideal conditions, low winds, for instance. But this type of modeling could help give even more granular insight. To figure out where to do these burns, researchers are experimenting with LIDAR, the same kind of laser-spewing technology that helps self-driving cars find their way. This comes in the form of airborne LIDAR, which lets researchers visualize trees in 3D, supplemented with ground-based LIDAR, which details the vegetation underneath the trees. That information is essential. If we don't know what the fuels are, then it's a pretty big guess whether or not you've got dangerous fuels at a site says the University of Nevada, Reno's Jonathan Greenberg. The visualizations that come from LiDAR blasts are as stunning as they are useful. With this kind of data in hand, managers can more strategically deploy prescribed burns. California in particular has a serious problem with fire resources. In just the last year, the state has seen seven of its 20 most destructive fires ever. Money, then, goes to constantly fighting the infernos, leaving fewer resources for proactive measures like prescribed burns. Another way to go about modeling fires is with reinforcement learning. You might have heard of researchers using this to get robots to learn. Instead of explicitly showing a robot how to do something like putting a square peg in a square hole, you make it figure out on its own with random movements. Essentially, you give it a digital reward when it gets closer to the correct manipulation and a demerit when it screws up. Turns out you can do the same thing with virtual fire. It's kind of like Pavlov's dog, says computer scientist Mark Crowley of the University of Waterloo. You give it a biscuit, and it will do that trick again. Crowley begins with satellite thermal images that shows how a wildfire has burned over an area. Think of this as the simulated fire's goal, like a robot's goal is to get the peg in the hole. The approach is still in its early days, and Crowley is busy helping his artificial flames learn the art of being fire. If it accurately mimics how a real fire ended up traveling, the algorithm gets a digital reward. If not, it gets a demerit. Then over time you update this function so it learns how to travel properly, Crowley adds. In a sense, he can create a digital fire infused with artificial intelligence. Out in the field, researchers are using a supercomputer at UC San Diego to confront the immediate threat of wildfires with a program called Alert Wildfire. On mountaintops across California, lookout stations are loaded with sensors like high-def cameras and wind and moisture detectors. If the camera catches a fire breaking out, the system can pipe that atmospheric data to the supercomputer, which does real-time modeling of the blaze for fire agencies. They can see where the fire is going, what it's going to look like in the near term and long term, and then continue to receive live updates. Says Skylar Ditchfield, co-founder and CEO of Geolinks, a telecom that's partnered with the project. Why a supercomputer? 
The magic word here is fast, says Ilke Altintas, chief data science officer at the San Diego Supercomputer Center. Wind-driven fires move quickly, and the bigger a fire gets, the more data it produces. The computational complexity can depend on how big the fire is, how complicated the topography is, how the weather is behaving. As the detection network grows, 85 cameras are deployed right now, but the researchers hope to expand to over 1,000 across California. So too does the torrent of data. Also at the moment, human eyes have to watch the camera feeds to detect fires, although the idea is to get AI to do that in the future. Tech won't solve all our wildfire problems. We need to band together to reinforce our cities, for instance. But with ever more data and computing power, and even better models, we can get better at confronting the wildfire menace. Fire is chaos, but it's not impossible to understand. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.